Balton, you are tuned into People Have the Power, and we have a really special episode for you this week. I spoke with the legendary Carlos Santana and Cindy Blackman Santana about her new album, Give the Drummer Some. We spoke about the lessons that Carlos took from the 60s, from the likes of Bob Dylan, from the likes of Martin Luther King, from so many more great heroes. This was a really special interview. Hope you enjoy it as much as I did. So for you, let's start off with Imagine and talk about what it was that, you know, for you made that song feel still so relevant in 2020. Imagine transcends uh, ideology, people who are stuck with a certain way, my way or the highway or do it this way or you go to hell because, you know, any, any of that is old now. In, in, uh, it, it's, it's just like saying patriotism is prehistoric, you know, so... The, the new songs, and I learned, I mean, I really learned in the 60s from Curtis Mayfield, Pete Seeger, Bob Dylan, you know, people who, who were writing the songs, the Beatles, Marvin Gaye, you know, uh, the songs that when you go out, when you sing the songs, here it is. The frequency of people's mentality changes and they, they, they're, they're able to uh, access and actually receive and transmit compassion, you know, and believe, you know, we, from the beginning, we have like Spartacus and we have Geronimo and we have Pancho Villa. We had people who showed us that, that, uh, rebellion to tyrants is obedience to God. Question authority is not enlightened by God. So I grew up in the fifties and sixties with Martin Luther King, Mahatma Gandhi, the Lotus Cesar Chavez, you know, the black Panthers. And all of it was to create a new change in unity and harmony with compassion, grace, and elegance. And so those are the songs for me, Blowing in the Wind, Bob Dylan, you know, One Love, Bob Marley, A Love Supreme, John Coltrane. If we play these songs in elevators, shopping malls, anywhere still right now, the suicide and the homicides will, will, will curve a lot. People will not be so violent and so heartless and cruel because songs have the capacity to make you cry and remember your innocence. When you were, when you were one to seven, you never think of killing anybody. You know, that was taught to you. Uh, purity and innocence uh, we are born with. And when children are born, they don't know anything about Jesus or Buddha or Krishna, Allah or Rama, with all respect to all religions. They only know sweetness. So that's where we are. You know, we, we honor the song. Songs are frequency of unity, harmony, love, and compassion. Well, it's so interesting. I think one of the things that's fascinating, and we'll come on to those songs in a second, the other ones you chose, you know, because one of the things I want to get in depth on is how those songs influence both, you know, your music and your, your approach to life, because the reality is, is that a great song educates so much, but 
Cindy, I mean, I think it's interesting as well, because one of the things that's really cool, and Carlos, you and I have talked about this as well over the years, is look, when you sing a song, you hear it in a different way. You get into the nuances of it. You you learn the song. Like, it's funny. I just was interviewing Travis Barker, who's a friend, and we were talking about, for him, doing that Nirvana tribute he did with Post Malone. And how when you go through and play 20 songs from an artist, you hear that a lot differently. You know, you learn all those nuances and those little things that you didn't appreciate before. So Cindy, for you, singing Imagine, as you bring these words to life, because obviously you're going to bring your interpretation, were there particular things that really sort of jumped out at you or is it, even as you're playing it that you just are like, okay, you know, I hadn't thought about that in so long or, or I hadn't, you know, it's just something, because it's one of those things too where Imagine is one of those songs that unfortunately is easy to take for granted because look, <laughs> we all know it. It's such an iconic part of life. It's like freaking Stairway to Heaven or Yesterday. Right. It, it is easy to take for granted, but singing it certainly um, brought those lyrics and those words into a visual truth for me. You know, you could really see it in 3D. You know, you can really imagine those things. You know, you can really imagine um what if there's no countries, no, no borders? What if there's none of that? What if there are just people? Because, and that makes me think, especially in that, in that line in particular, makes me think of how the world was prior to the divisions of countries and states. The world was just open. It was just the world. It just people were just in existence wherever they were in existence, and we didn't have those borders. You know, so what did those borders do? Created separation. And what is this song anti of anti separation? You know, so it just made me really, really see in 3D or 4D or 5D just so much more clearly, you know, the, 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 the lyrics of this song come to life and the lyrics of this song as truths that would definitely um, not only make us think but change the way that we all operate in this society. Well, it's such an interesting thing. I mean, as you look at everything that's happening and, you know, it's funny, Carlos, something you just said was just struck me so, uh, so pointedly about, you know, rebellion, you know, basically being a form of standing up to a tyrant. And you look at the protests that are happening in the streets every day and it's interesting. I mean, as you look at these songs and it's, let's, you know, since we're focusing for a second on Imagine, you know, talk about how you find the relevance in these songs right now with everything that's happening. Because again, when you talk about, you know, standing up to a tyrant, you know, it, it's hard not to place that into what's happening right now in 2020. <laughs> And the dogs are saying amen. <laughs> <laughs> Your dogs want to chime in, that's all. Yeah, it's so funny. I have the most chill, beautiful dog, but I've been sitting on the couch with him trying to keep him from barking, but the mail comes <laughs> right. Every, I swear, every time I'm doing an interview, the mailman is like, oh, cool. You know how it's, uh, when I was growing up, my mom's mother, no matter what the hell time it was, she would manage to call during dinner every single time. Certain people have that radar. <laughs> <laughs> so he was sitting on the, he was sitting on the couch, I was soothing him. Adam and I were talking about that before the show started because, you know, he is a barker, man. He's so sweet. He's a pit lab rescue, but yeah. But anyway, back, back to the question at hand, which is, you know, again, how, how you feel a song like this ties in. And, and Cindy, when you talk about visualizing it, 
and imagining what that would look like in 2020, but also as well, you know, when you imagine again, sort of what these songs mean in terms of for people standing up. And again, it was interesting what Amy and Emily from the Indigo Girls were saying about how We Shall Overcome was a song that was written a hundred years ago or close to it. And people are still singing it in the streets in protest right now. Yes, they are. And you know, that shows the power in those words for one, but it also unfortunately shows that we still need these songs. You know, so it's it's sad that we, as far as we've come technologically, you know, as, as many advancements as we have technically um, in the society, we still are lacking many ad, ad, advancements in our social networking, in our compassion, and our love for one another, you know, because we still have to sing songs like that you know we still have to have this as a topic why are we still talking about this this should be out of our psyche it shouldn't even be in our minds it shouldn't even be something that you know we need want desire or have to talk about but we still have to talk about it because we still haven't um grown into our own divinity as people as human beings as spiritual beings you know we still haven't been able to look at each other and say there goes another me and i love that person because that's another me we still haven't been able to do that as a whole that's the sad part well it's interesting take me through how all of this sort of ties in with the record is it is imagine indicative of the rest of the themes of the record or is it something where the record is very diverse thematically and the record's called give the drummer some correct correct and it's definitely diverse but there are songs that have um many messages you know there's one song that's called um social justice there's another song that's called changes in your hands there's a a one minute uh percussion piece called mother earth which is um you know a tribute to to mother earth so there are messages in the song in the in the record um there are also fun pieces in, in the record as well. Uh, there are also creative pieces in the record. So, the, you know, it, 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 it comes at that, you know, from many different angles. Um, but fun and creativity are also things that we as a society should add, need, and um, really depend on to help us grow. You know, and creativity is one of the things that, that gets cut, you know, in society. Uh, if you look at schools, you know, music in schools has been largely taken out as have um, other arts in schools, you know, whether it's painting, dancing, you know, all the arts in schools, in, in many schools, especially the inner city schools, have been dramatic, dramatically cut or even just taken out completely, you know. Um, these things make us come into our individuality. They make us use our brain power, you know, um, and you're, you're not controllable as society when everybody's using their, their creative power, their, their, their brain power. And so this music is unfortunately not pushed like it should be pushed. Well, now it's interesting because now we can tie this back in with the other songs that you guys mentioned, 
uh, or Carlos, the other songs that you mentioned, like Blowing in the Wind, uh, One Love by Bob Marley and Love Supreme. And, and as you guys are writing songs like Social Justice and you're writing songs like Mother Earth and you're thinking about the ideology that you came up with in the 60s, talk about how you, know, you find that stuff reflecting in the songs that the two of you wrote for this record together. You know, they're, they're, it's all reflected. Firstly, it's reflected in the energy that we're putting out. You know, before you even talk about a title, um, you know, before you even talk about um, anything, you know, it's, it's the energy. And so the energy that we're putting out is the energy of love, unity, compassion, and uh, divinity. That's what we're putting out. And so that's the first thing that we want people to feel. Um, secondly, you know, the, the, the messages that are there, um, a lot of them are very poignant and really, you know, it's interesting because of, you know, this, this all happened, you know, these songs happened prior to this COVID situation, prior to any of these riots, but so many of them are completely on, on par and on track with what's happening in terms of helping these situations. And then, as I said, some of them are, are songs that are just purely for fun and, and making you want to dance and move your body. And that's important too, because we're so sedentary at this point, you know, um, and things are opening back up, but we've been sedentary, you know? Uh, so the, the value in these songs goes far beyond just the title of the songs it's the complete energy that is in these songs that is backing these songs and that is propelling the momentum of these songs the frequency of the song, you know the frequency of all the songs that we love over the years because they stand up beyond entertainment or show business are songs that uh stimulate uh believing that you can make a difference for example, we're living in a time where it's okay to focus on being compassion, but it's also okay not to take any shit from anybody anymore, you know? And, and so that's not a contradiction. You know, the people that we admire, uh, Miles Davis, you know, uh, Muhammad Ali, you know, uh, Geronimo, Panchubia, there's a time where you can be gracious, benevolent, and kind, and there's a time to say, no, I will not turn my cheek for you anymore. You only get to hit me once because the second time I will stop you at any cost from you diving into deeper ignorance at my expense. So if you hit me, be careful. You might lose your arm, you know, or your life. And that's okay to say that now, I think, because we're, we're entering into a place where coronavirus is not the only thing that's killing people. It's heartless people who don't have any compassion and they wake up every morning to harm another human being. And so the songs that we're talking about, you know, we're not, cause we're not people who we smear things. Cindy and I, we don't smear things. We clean it up. You know, Curtis Mayfield, uh, the guy who wrote Guantanamera, Pete Seeger, you know, we know who the, the real singers to protest songs are. You know, uh, are you there? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so it's okay to balance uh, truth to power. Truth is, I will do my best to live today 
with my light and compassion. However, don't even think about trying to harm Cindy or any one of my loved ones. I can tolerate people coming after me, but I'm, I still haven't meditated long enough to tolerate someone hurting a loved one. And so what I'm saying clearly that this protest songs should, should be not only about wearing t-shirts or, 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 or creating uh, posters or, uh, you know, uh, bumper stickers or billboards. Truth to action means go to the street and tell them, I do I, you need to stop now because now we will do action. And see, Yugoslavia, Czechoslovakia, and Romania, and, I, and uh, Hungary, all these nations in Europe changed in the last 20 years because people took to the streets not only to protest, but to make and bring the change. So all these songs, you can do more justice and more uh, bring, bring, bring them to uh, fruition by actually living it. There's, there is a time to be a warrior and stop the enemy from inflicting more uh, pain on innocent people. Well, I mean, it's so interesting because, again, going back to what you were saying about you know, standing up to the tyrant, I mean, when you look at what's happening in the streets right now, do you feel like that's the point that we've reached? Yes, we reached the point where uh, if the whole world is marching, and I mean the whole world, not just, you know, Fresno or Chico or, you know, or Bakersfield, the whole world is saying we had enough. So now we have to deal with it in, in, in a way that, uh, kind of like where you deal with termites. <laughs> you, you get rid of them from your home. You isolate them, you arrest them, and you put them in one cannibal bay. Anyone who's a terrorist and wakes up to hurt another human being, then we must uh, extract them from the police department, which a lot of them hang, out, hang around there wearing a uniform that we pay them to wear, and they're abusing us. We need to put the songs to protest to work now and say, from this moment on, we will seek and find you, and we will do what we need to do, like uh, Interpol, CIA, FBI, Scotland Yard, seek out terrorists and arrest them, incubate them, put them in a place where they cannot hurt another human being until they learn to uh, crystallize their existence into compassion, kindness. In other words, until they can live with another human being. But because if you wake up every morning and the only thing you have in mind is to hurt, kill black and brown, you don't deserve to get paid by us to do this. You know, and that's truth to power. Very few, very few people are saying it, but it needs to be said and done now. If we truly want to stop, because it's going to keep happening every day or every other day, there another person going to be shot with no cameras working. And we're sick and tired of it, man. We need to do something now to it. I remember Jesus when he had enough and he went into the market and he cleared the table from all the people who were making money, uh, sacrificing white doves and white sheep and, and washing their hands and their bloods to atone for their sins. Man, that is some serious bullshit. You know, and he was pissed off about it. So he cleaned the table and he threw the money on the floor. And guess what? That's why they crucified him. <laughs> because he stood, he stood for what it was really needs to be stand for. 
if Jesus can actually react and respond in that manner, it's okay for us to now utilize the songs, but at the same time, find out how collectively we can actually heal this situation now. And don't wait for somebody else to come out of the sky and do it for you. <laughs> we need to do it collectively. Okay, last thing, if you harness, which means collect all the power of all the people who march in the last two weeks worldwide and you put it to good use, we can bring a solution to this infection of coronavirus and white racist KKK supremacy. Okay? Yeah. It's interesting for both of you then, and I'll let you go in a second, but this is really fascinating because it's funny. The songs you chose as your favorite protest songs, I mean, those are songs that to me, those speak more to the healing that comes after. But what you're talking about is the revolution that needs to happen before the healing begins. So when you think about the soundtrack to the revolution, you know, what, what songs come to mind? You or Are there any songs that particularly you think of as being inspirational or that really define what it is you're talking about? Because, I mean, it's so interesting. I remember talking about it with, uh, you know, I've talk, spoken with a couple of artists of late, Neil Young back in December 2016, who said at the time, and of course, Neil being very smart, was very wise. He said, look, he's like, you're going to see a bigger rise in activism than any time since the 60s because there is now a target for the first time, you know, someone with a target on their back. And even speaking to Serge Tankian from System of a Down, who's a friend of mine before the, you know, George Floyd incident and before the, you know, the protests in the street happened, he said, we need a peaceful revolution. He's like, hopefully it's peaceful, but we need one. And, and to me, when you think of a revolution, it does have a soundtrack. And it, it's funny. I mean, there was a protest yesterday in Brooklyn where they kept playing Fight the Power. You know, you're hearing songs like Fuck the Police. I mean, for you guys, are there songs that, that I guess, you know, the best way to put it would be fire you up. You hear those songs and it's like you have this feeling of like, we're going to change the world right now. Yes. One Love, Bob Marley, with the overtones of uh, Curtis Mayfield, People Get Ready, you know, and, and I Love Supreme. For me, those are the two ones that, that uh, uh, reign the highest with, with high consciousness frequency. You know, uh, One Love and a Love Supreme, that, that would be my first vote. What about you, dear? Well, if you're talking about songs that fire me up um, and get my blood boiling, oh. if that, is that what you're talking about? Oh. I am. Because like I said, those are great uh, songs okay. of healing. Go uh, ahead, James sorry. Brown, uh, Say It Loud, I'm Black and I'm Proud. Woo! Hey! That, that gets you <laughs> going, you know? And <laughs> that'll get you fired up. Hey, girl. You, you, you're going to be ready to, to you know, squelch some hatred when you hear that song because that song just makes you, makes you, um, it, it embrace your own, your own gifts, you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah, as a human being. And it makes you embrace your own gifts. And, you know, I, I think that that's one song that, you know, if I ever had to change a lyric, uh, I would change black and I'm proud to um, I'm, I'm human and I'm proud or, you know, um, I'm divine and I'm proud because I think that it could really uh, be something that all people can, can embrace that song, the way James Brown delivered that and the way he sung that. But I'm black and I'm proud. That's fired me up since I was a child and her spurred that 
first heard that playing on this on on this street in front of our house in in, in Bell Springs, Ohio. <laughs> Amen. Nice. We'll make this last question. We'll wrap up on give the drummer some. But for both of you, when when you hear this record as a collective work. What do you want people to take from it? What do you take from it when you go and you hear it as a collection? And it's an interesting thing, by the way, because you made the record before all of this happened, or you said the record was done before you started quarantining in Kauai. And it's fascinating because look, I mean, things change, evolve over time. Your circumstances dictate how you hear things. So I'm sure even having some time now to reflect on the record, I'm sure it's changed a bit for you guys, even, you know, over the last few months. You know, it's, it's changed a little bit, but you know, the, the, reasoning for uh doing some of these songs um and doing all these songs especially the ones with the most poignant messages um that was still needed prior to this covid situation prior to these marches because the reason that we're marching uh these things these things have happened prior to these new events you know, so th- these are not, these are unfortunate events, but they're not old events, sadly. You know, so these messages have been needed, are still needed, and unfortunately, I think will probably probably be needed for quite some while. You know, Social Justice is, is one of the songs on our record. Um, Changes in Your Hands is another song on our record. Um, Mother Earth which is a tribute to Mother Earth, is, is another song on our record. And, and you know, I, I think that all these messages, as well as Imagine, are not only poignant and necessary, but inspirational and empowering to people. And that's what we want to get across to people. We want people to be creative thinkers. We want people to feel and be empowered. We want people to step up. We want people to take charge and take responsibility and have the knowing that not only do they matter, not only do they count, but they are needed. Their energy is needed. The, the, the rise of our vibrational frequency as a whole is needed in order to change this and any negativities into positivities. So this message has been on my mind for quite some while. Cool. What do you guys want to add? I did not ask you about. No, thank you. We're just very, very grateful uh, for your frequency and you allowing us to transmit a frequency of, you know, compassion uh, should not be misunderstood for kumbaya, sappy, and corny. Compassion is really, really powerful. And that's what we need to uh, disinfect people with the ultimate mystical medicine music of compassion yes indeed carlos out yes indeed and uh, you know compassion the word compassion when i think of that i think of and carlos seriously say this all the time i i relate that to the way i feel about my mom you know she's as soft as cotton but she's as strong as steel so though she'll do anything for you and love you love you love you like crazy you know she's as strong as steel at the same time so to me that's the ultimate in, in, in compassion. Thank you for everything. Yeah, of course. It's always a pleasure to speak to you. Congratulations on the record. I look forward to hearing you more. And, you know, in 2021, hopefully we'll actually get to see it live. Yeah, we look forward to that. And thank you so much for your time and your interest. And 
in uh, interviewing us and for your very provocatively wonderful questions. Thanks. No, it was my pleasure. I'm, I'm so glad that you guys were both able to do this and uh, enjoy Hawaii. Is, are you having that, that beautiful Hawaii summer rain right now? Off and on we are, yes. The last couple of days it's been um, uh, uh, pretty clear and sunny, a little bit overcast here and there. But, you know, we, we had some rains prior to that. And, oh, man, you know, every day in Kauai is beautiful, whether it's raining or whether it's sunny. You know, uh, what you do during that day might change because, you know, whether or not you want to be out in the rain all day. But it's all gorgeous. It's, it's, it's just so luscious and amazing. I know it's a beautiful and it's funny because when we were my wife and I were my ex and I were there years ago and and we were there and all you go into but it was just so funny the number of people we met who moved there from the mainland who who came on vacation and just never left you know and I that's one of the few places where I totally got it I understood why you go there and you just (laughs) never come back yeah yeah we we've met several people you know one of the first people who we met on the island who said something like that was a young girl who she said that she's working in a store and she said that she came here on a two week vacation. And she said that was several years ago. You know, she said that, well, I think it was two or three years ago. And she said, I never, I never left. She said, I came here for two weeks. I had to call my mom and say, mom, I'm not coming back. <laughs> she, said she, ne- she never left and she's not planning on leaving. So this, it's, 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 you know, it's got a very, um, incredible feel here because it's just the energy is so special and it's got little niches of different energies which since you were here i'm sure you felt as you traveled around the island um it's very infectious you know infectiously good uh because the energy is so positive and so uplifting it's it's very nurturing as well so you just feel so relaxed and you feel so um fortified you know with this energy here it's, it's really quite amazing I, I've, I've not experienced anything quite like this in, in all my travels cool well I'll let you guys enjoy it thank you both so much for your time always a pleasure yes thank man you. thank you thank you as well and enjoy the rest of your day too thanks a lot have a good one Hey, this is Steve Balton, and you have been tuned into People Have the Power with special guests Carlos and Cindy Santana. I told you this was a special one. Hope you enjoyed it as much as we did. Thanks.